This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, on the other side of the tracks, down on the docks, speakeasy dive bar style podcast of and about your beloved Seattle Mariners that you are listening to on the Odyssey app or wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. Look, we're not judging. Wherever you're getting it from, we're down with that, especially if you're on Apple Pods. You know what? Say hello. Say hello by giving us a review. It helps us out a lot. Also, what helps us out a lot is giving us a rating. You know what, Hanno? We love those five-star reviews, don't we? Yeah, I appreciate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love those things more than we like five tool baseball players on this podcast. So give us that five star review if you can. Also, if you're watching us on the stream or you're watching us on YouTube, you know what? I got the rye bread and mustard uh, Mariners podcast gear on. Look at this new uh, gym. What's this like a Jim Gray? Would you say this is like a PE version of the uh, the hoodie, Hannah? Yeah, that's a that's a good detail. I agree. Yeah, this is the, actually, this was, Hannah was the first one who had this t-shirt. Anyways, who cares? Who cares what we got? You guys need these. I know a lot of people like this, like the gear more than they like the podcast. At least that's the feedback I get a lot. Uh, but uh, you can get these at simply.car on Instagram. That's right. Or DM us on on Instagram. We'll, we'll get you to where you got to go. But if you're talking to Hannah on Twitter, He'll let you know where to go. Uh, the The store is open. She's got an Etsy, but you can get directly to her at Cora or sorry, simply dot. What is it? At simply dot Cora. I'll say it again because I butchered it five times. At simply dot Cora on Instagram. Free shipping. She's got free shipping. Shipping goes out every Wednesday, so make sure you got your rye bread, mustard, and Mariners gear. Uh, I think it's a it's a popular look, especially over at Edgar's uh, Cantina down here at T-Mobile Park. Don't you think, uh, Ninja? Yeah, of course. You know, I got my Silby Core Speedo on today out of Edgar's, and they made me put some pants on. But hey now, yeah, hey now. It a lot of lot of compliments. I it was kind of like, uh, why am I even here? Why am I even here? All they want to do is see the ninjas. Speedo, uh, off camera here is Ninja. If you're watching us on YouTube or wherever else you're watching this or whatnot, we are down at Tacos and Tequila on Occidental. What are we about? A football field away from uh, T-Mobile Park? Uh, about two football fields, actually. Okay, uh, w- way to bring it down. <laughs> no, he always used to talk about his home runs like that. I'm used to that. <laughs> 
over exaggeration. <laughs> we got Hanno. You're you're up in Sports Central. You know, before we get into this last game of the Mariners versus Cardinals, let's just acknowledge it's been a fucking great weekend of sports here in Seattle, right, Hanno? Yeah, lots going on. Uh, it's really exciting to have winter sports cracking. You know, ab- absolutely cracking um, in the winter time and making the playoffs. That's so cool. It is, especially Saturday night. We had both the games going. It, 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 you know, being here, it, it was one of these things. I'm, I'm right there in Queen Anne. Well, what do you do, right? Do you go watch the Mariners? We follow the Mariners. This is our job. This is what we do. But also, it's a historic night in Seattle with the NHL's first playoff game, Stanley Cup playoff game here in Seattle. I ended up going to a bar to watch both both games. And both games were great. At one point, both games were tied 3-3. Was it busy out um, for both games? Yeah. In fact, being in Queen Anne and Lower Queen Anne, all those places were done. I I had to head up north. I had not ever been to this place before, Bleachers. I know it's a a pretty, you know, well-known sports establishment in the Seattle crowd. I had been to the old Bleachers once years ago like buying weed that's how long ago it was i had to meet somebody of the buy to buy weed shout out to jc but uh deuce five <laughs> yeah but i i went to bleachers there up on, on in greenwood off of 85th it, it was it was a good time that's great man i'm glad you had fun people were into the kraken huh yeah and and the mariners uh there was a a little bit of a representation of the St. Louis Cardinals and the uh, Denver, uh, Colorado Avalanche in there. So it made for a great atmosphere. Oh, wow. Getting it from both sides. That's cool. Fun yeah. Time. And yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals travel very well. You know, this is my first day down here during this series down on Oxenone. But wouldn't you say the St. Louis uh, contingency has been down here, Ninja? It was average, honestly. Like, there's other teams that, <laughs> that travel better than them that we're gonna see this year. I'm just being real. I mean, come on. When we when you see New York and when you see Toronto come here, the, then compare it to keep the, it real, Ninja. That's what I like. Yeah. Okay. There was I, a few in the crowd, but when Toronto represents this year, we're like, watch out. It's not an on a Toronto or Yankees thing. We're talking about a National League team. But for a National League team to come into Seattle outside of maybe the Dodgers, I would say it it is a, a pretty good contingency. Down in Edgar's Cantina where we were hanging out, I'll give you that. There wasn't a lot of Cardinals fans no, there. Down was there was not a lot of Cardinals fans there. I mean, comparatively, Boston fans, when you go to a Boston series, how many Boston fans are you going to see there? Sure. They better not be in Edgar's. That's end for you. Yeah, there. Well, they're trying to tell us something else on the radio and the TV broadcast. I saw it with my own eyes, but if you're saying otherwise, we're going to have to go with that. Any like teams that travel well. You yeah. know? And Toronto is probably the team that travels best to the Seattle area. Sure. Sure. That and the Yankees, the Yankees fans come out and the Boston fans come out. But, you know, he's trying to. So St. Louis is like number four right now. I don't know. Did the Milwaukee fans come out? 
they're they're probably on par with each other. Milwaukee fans. Are, no, not at all. Saying there's been so many, you could see it on the broadcast. I, I will say this. You're right. You notice when the Yankee fans are here. You notice when the Toronto fans are here, and you know when the Boston fans are here. But guess what? All those fans have in common. They're loud, they're obnoxious, and they're letting you know they're there. For St. Louis, it's kind of a class act organization. Yeah, they uh, they are. They are the class act. The, and now they got great uniforms, great history, known St. Louis as a baseball town. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're up there. Yeah, speaking of their uniforms, I, I know City Connect is coming up. There's a lot of rumors. I had somebody over here tell me they already knew here at tacos and tequila they showed me they said i said yeah i saw that leak and they're like no this is the thing this is how they this is what's happening i was like all right shout out to mike i hope there's something if they're going to be anything i'd love to see them bring back the powder blue mariners or that powder because i really like the powder blue road uniforms that st louis wears you see kansas city wear them uh, once in a while what do you guys think about powder blue uniforms yeah they're nice i can take it or leave it i mean i've seen the ones that you mentioned that possibly were leaked i'm fine with those too so yeah oh, the one i saw leaked wasn't powder blue it was navy blue that, that, same here but i'm okay with it being navy blue or whatever color i'm not it seems to be like kind of being played out with the city connect jerseys and they need to go in a different direction there's already been a handful of powder blue baby blue whatever you want that, to that's what that's what this guy did have a good point that you're kind of bringing up here hannah where he was he one thing that he did say he goes you know what would be uh pretty interesting to see is if the mariners would just go in a completely different color direction maybe even taking something from their uh toss the clock forward or push the clock forward look with the maroon <laughs> with the cutoff with the crim- well with the with the color with the crimson oh, and i just feel like that'd be a hard play in seattle considering this is a husky area but then again the sonics went with it back in the mid 90s what do you feel like hanno if they went with a different uh, color color pattern you know yeah and the kraken has a little bit of that red as well um but yeah, I mean, I don't care about the colors as long as it looks good. Just yeah. nothing glossy, right? Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, we're, we're f- buying it, right? You know, <laughs> like whatever it is, or we're having at simply.core give us a rendition of it, you know, uh, with that colored pattern. The Mariners are wrapping up their homestand. They finished five and four. We're going to get into some baseball here. Uh but you know, shout out to the Kraken, shout out to you know the Mariners. Uh the Sea Dragons are going on right now. They got it right here. We we've had Sounders games. The Gypsy Kings are playing across the way. We had what the spring practice for the UW this weekend. Am I missing any of the, the teams, Hannah? Well, Taylor Swift is coming into town. That's not for a while. Oh, uh any of the other teams uh we're missing? Um, we do have a um a rugby team i think i can't place their name right now but yeah did they play i don't know the wolves were actually they're down south they split their series they were at home and then they won one then they lost a a heartbreaker to utah i watched good sports so yeah (laughs) and the rainiers have been playing taylor trammell doing pretty good mike ford 
Yo, Mike's lot to, lot to do and see in the Grizzlies area. There's a lot to do, a lot to see, and the weather has been cooperative enough. You know, barely enough. You know, yeah, most you, of, go ahead. No, you first game in a while. It feels like that the roof's been open. Yeah, it, it was amazing to be. I mean, that I'll take that. I know the Mariners lost today, and we're going to get into that. We'll get into the rest of the series. We take the L there, but we will take the dub of the of the roof being open. We'll get right into these games right after this. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Uh, Again, we're down here at Tacos and Tequila. Me and the Ninja, Seattle Slabs. He's off camera because that's what ninjas do. They don't get on camera. If you're watching us, we got Hanno up in Edmonds. Again, this is the last spot that you need to go to. It's literally the last good spot before you get into T-Mobile Park if you're coming from the north. Walking south on Occidental and the good thing about tacos and tequila that Joe and all of them here like to do and is this is a local spot that uses a lot of local vendors. Um, so you're getting a good Seattle vibe when you're here at tacos and tequila. If you've been here before uh, and not this season, you'll be really surprised at the expansion that they've made, the new bathrooms. Oh, it's, yeah. This is going to be a great spot. I'd like to give a shout out to tacos and tequila for their uh, – uh, ambiance they're remodeling they're remodeling they did it good yeah there's more seating it's more open thank you for that yeah hanno you were down here last week what were what were your takes on it yeah the same as the ninja nice place it's opened up um i'm real happy for them down there and joe yeah joe's joe's a great great owner hey there it is go manners Go Mariners, we got some people. You're going to the Sea Dragons. I don't know if they let you in for free, but. We... Yeah, we are live. Just be the first streaker ever. Yeah, be the first streaker ever. You got this. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's video on this side. Uh, we got some Mariners fans wrapped up in blankets. They are under the impression that you get into the uh, Sea Dragons game for free if you're wearing Mariners gear. So Maybe that's luck. the thing this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That would be a I, – I don't know what their promotions are. So let's get into some baseball here. Uh, you know, the Mariners drop, drop game series. It, it was almost about to be the sweep sandwich, right? The bread sweeps and then the shit burger sweep from the Milwaukee Brewers in the middle. We're going to be happy with it. Really, really would have loved that six and nine or six and three. I would have really, really loved that six and three homestand. Uh, you know, five and four. It is the first uh, winning homestand of the season. I know we've only had two. But this this homestand, uh, a lot better than the, the opening homestand, right, Hanno? Yeah, I mean, no doubt. 
winning record. Uh, you would have liked to get this one today, but you know, the goal is always just to win series. So, uh, tough one to uh, get swept in the middle of it, but, uh, yeah, nice to win against the Cardinals, you know, a team that's probably going to be, um, near the top of their division when the season ends up. Yeah. And we played two, you know, potential or current playoff teams. You take care of business with the Colorado Rockies, Still a little bit of sloppy baseball that reared its head. It came back today in this game. Again, the Mariners lost seven to three. Yeah, um, because Colton Wong dropped the ball. That that would be part of it. Uh, I mean, that's the argument. That that seemed right to be now. the argument at, at Edgar's Cantina. It seemed to the, the crowd seemed to focus on what went wrong besides what went right. Usually Three hits happen. went right today. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we yeah, got. He had a great day, but it's like the one mistake he made overshadow like his improvement. That's, right. that's the vibe going on. The, yeah, yeah. The the vibe going on, you know, all goes back into that fourth inning. You know, the uh, St. Louis came out, scored two. Mariners, you know, what sent the whole lineup to the plate, pretty much in uh, the second inning, get three runs. St. Louis answers back. We're three to three. We had a chance to end the inning, and then a misplay. Uh, yes, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the replay yet, Hannah. So they, yeah. And then the batter after that hit a three run home run. Yes, there was first and second with one out. Uh, line drive to JP. He catches it, turns, throws to second base. It seemed like a foregone conclusion. It was going to be a double play. We have not seen the replay. I have not went back on to watch the replay. I, it's again too tough. Why? What I saw with my eyes was there was a drop at second base that should have been made. You're out of the inning, and then you know the baseball gods take it from there. The next batter hits the three run shot, totally takes the momentum away from the Mariners, and it even hurts that there was a pop-up and Colt Wong makes the third out, and then he's the batter to start off the next inning. It was just, if you were just not into Colton Wong and didn't want to hear, see, or think about him, he was all up in your grill. Yeah, sounds like it. Fried bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. The Kingdo days, they had a lot of great memories for me. Where were you and what were you thinking when the kingdom was imploded? Uh, I was watching it on TV at home. I know I get flack for this, but I was kind of like in the good riddance mode. <laughs> you like, pressed the button. I yeah. would have I would have done it gladly. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a Meredith podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I mean, on the positives, another homer from JK. That must have been cool. You know, we, we we were we were in the game then when that happened. Yeah, you know what's cool thinking I was thinking today? Uh, what if J.K. makes the all-star team? You know, what if Jared Kelnick gets to come back to Seattle and participate in the all-star game? That'd be a real cool moment. Yeah, especially from what he's gone through. I mean, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. So. Someone, it would just be like the difference a year makes. The difference a year makes for uh julio last year you know what a difference like you know i saw a great thing today someone said that everybody was complaining that he was 23 now they're saying he's only 23 so it's it's funny how (laughs) 
as Mariner yeah. fans. Some, some Mariner fans are. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'll be the first person uh, to say that last year he wasn't ready. And the year before that, he wasn't ready. And at that time, we needed somebody in those positions. It wasn't, we're not the Seattle Mariner Jared Kelnicks. You know, we're the Seattle Mariners, and he wasn't doing his thing. And he was, it was hurting his team at, at having to put somebody out there. But it wasn't his fault that he had to be out there. And now, you know, Absolutely. from. He wasn't told to be. Yeah, he was put out there. The Mariners didn't go out and get anybody else. No, so it wasn't his fault. It wasn't a like we got to get him out of here. Oh, well, for me, when you were talking about Reynolds over in Pittsburgh and things like that, because it was somebody ready right now, sure, in the offseason, I was like, yeah, because he, there's still some value to him. And I'm not the only one. A lot of people were going, hey, his value is here. He, is, he has turned that around. We've talked about it since we were down at spring training. I've talked about it going, wow, this dude looks like a whole new person. He looked like he went to, you know, a Tony Robbins retreat or sandals and it's just a whole. Yeah, they work. Yeah, I they, guess that they, they work. work. There's a reason they have them. We're looking back at this season and we're like, wow, Jared Kelnick had, you know, 35 home runs and 100 RBIs. Wow, that'd be yeah. like an amazing season. H- for him. him and Tay Oscar are on pace to hit 40. Home runs Anything right now, like thirty plus. Forty? No, they're they're on pace to hit forty home runs, and. Uh, but if I was like, "Hey, Jared, Kellner's going to hit thirty home runs this season," you would take it. You'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I would take sign it. Sign me he, up." I would take it if he hit twenty-five. The bad, the batting average and the strikeouts were my concern, yeah. and and those. And those, He's hitting against left-handed pitching now, so that's a big difference. That's another concern, and yeah. all of those concerns have been checked off as far as, you know, 21, 20, what, 22 games into the season. And, yeah, yeah if you're making an all-star team and you had to take, you know, three players on the offensive end from the Mariners, it would be him, it would be Suarez, and then I'd probably say – Teoscar Hernandez, but definitely, and him on the fringe, but definitely right, right now. So what's the over-under on the amount of Mariners that are going to make the All-Star team this year? Oh, we don't know. That's that, oh, the over-under. May, maybe like six. I don't know. Well, <laughs> we're going to have to do see. Do we get an advantage because of the, the games here? You, slightly, I would think you do with, with voters. But I would say right now, if you had to take one candidate from the Mariners for sure, it would be Jared Kelnick for the playoffs. No, I mean, not to be before, be Julio. It would be if you had to take one player off of their merit right now for the All Star game offensively. It would be Jared Kelnick. What do yeah. you think, Anno? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for those numbers and all that stuff that you guys mentioned about. What I really like about him is approach. I mean, you know, five of his six home runs have gone to center or left. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, another off. He's not talk. pulling the ball and he's driving the ball the other way. Uh, the other thing, um, you know, all of his home runs have come against the National League, so that's interesting as well to me. So, but I mean, he's just killing the ball. I'm excited for him. Uh, happy for him. I hope it continues. I do too. I and I think it will. Like I'm never ever gonna sway away from going. Hey, this you know hitting 140, 160 this many strikeouts that doesn't play uh, that for the team. And it didn't in the last couple of years. And I'm never going to, uh, 
feel bad about saying that. What I've said since the start of spring training, like I've said again, it seems like another person. His approach is different. You said it too, Hannah. It's just, it's a whole nother player. And yes, he has changed the headline from, you know, he's already 23 to he's, oh, what would you say? He's only 23? Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm just excited. To, I mean, him and Julio, a couple of great outfielders, you know, the potentials there. It's always been there with Kelnick. And then to see Julio pop, I mean, he had the potential as well. But uh, it's just really exciting. And, you know, you talk about how he was put into the position. Absolutely. It wasn't his fault. Um, he wasn't ready at that time. But I'm just so glad the Mariners didn't give up on him. And I didn't give up on him at that time either. But, uh, yeah, this growth is awesome. So um, it's it's exciting. That's for sure. It is exciting, and what I'm most excited to see, not excited to see, interested to see, and I think he's going to pull through, is, listen, he's going to have a slump this season. It's going to happen. Every ball player does, yeah. Yep, absolutely. And that's what I'm now interested to see. That's what I'm interested to see. I'll take the other side of the bet. Well, I'm interested to see what he. I want to see. Kelnick. I'm interested to see what happens after that because he's already checking off the left-handers. He's already checking off going opposite. Field. These are all small sample sizes as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I want to see what happens when you do have a a one for nineteen or a one for six. Look at France just did that. You know, you know he he went through some. I want to see how he reacts to that when that happens, and then. Then I feel like it's like, all right, we, he has completely, completely, completely without argument arrived because he's checked off the defensive end too. You want to see him not go on that streak and just continue to mash and him, of course, and him, of course, Jared Kelnick end up being our number three hitter. Of course, that's what you want to see. Number four hitter. And then he's just like, okay. I'm not saying I want him to do bad. I'm saying, when he does go through a slump, like a lot of player, every player, every single player that plays a game that you fail at the plate, that has been his problem. What if he gets off to a slow start? You know what they've talked about this. Like what it's been very beneficial to him to get off to a hot start, and he has. He's checked that off. But what's going to happen when he doesn't? That's what I'm not saying. I'm not sold until I see it. I'm trying to say, I'm looking forward but not hoping that happens but also going i'm interested in seeing what it, happens it would there. be an interesting look for the mariners to have like julio at number two and kelnick at number three and like ty france at number six because kelnick is so hot and like and julio you know who, who's gonna be our leadoff hitter i don't know That'd be like JP Crawford stepping up, and like everyone's hitting so good that this is the type of lineup that you could make. Oh man, because Julio, yeah, should be hitting number two. Well, we didn't really talk about much of the game except for Jared Kelnick here, but yeah. and Cole yeah, Martin, it. but right. yeah, well, this is already a mess. But uh, Chris Flexen got to talk about it. He had another tough outing here didn't get a lot of help from his defense a lot of sloppy play being played 
But Chris Flexen, he's he's not gotten off to a great start this year. It it seems to me ever since he went to the bullpen because of the acquisition of Castillo, we have not seen the same Chris Flexen. What do you think about that, Hannah? What do you think about that statement? Well, I mean, he was good in what he had to do last year. This year he was going to be put in the role, you know, of the reliever, long reliever. Robbie Ray goes down, and, yeah, he hasn't been his best, um, especially today. Um, we've had many conversations late, in, you know, before the season started, Flex or Marco, and right now Marco's pitching better than Flex. So oh, yeah, Marco's tough pitching day, Tough day for Flex, but, um, you know, uh, Robbie Ray's hurt right now. We need someone to throw, so we just, you know, hoping it's that tough. he gets it figured out. It's tough looking at the schedule right now and seeing like, oh, Flexion's pitching. Great. That's what I feel like right now. Yeah, and it used to not be like that. It used to be Ooh, like, well, this like, is a guy. that's a tough day. No, and he gave us a chance to win the last time he went out, but today was tough. But also the defense – the defense wasn't there again, and yeah. Hanno Hanno has been all over this, and and I agree with him. Sloppy play by the Mariners. Yeah, you just can't give an extra out, especially this team. I mean, they should they know better too. Everybody knows better. They won all those games these last couple of years by one run. You know what? You know the reason why they didn't make mistakes, and you know they have lately now, and that uh, is what's so frustrating. Yeah, you look at the games that the Mariners have won, just in a small sample size, not mistakes. The games that we have lost. I know it's not rocket science either, huh, Myron? Yeah, no, it's mis- – It's listen, you give a team 33 outs instead of 27, you know, or at 29 outs, you know. You, you, you do these things. That's It's not rocket science. No, and, I mean, that's what made today's thing so – yeah, such a blow. You know, you had it there, like you guys mentioned. I haven't seen the replay either, but then you know to to not make that play and then give up the three run homer because you don't get out of the inning. That stinks. I mean, there was another little snafu. It 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 didn't turn out to be. But how do you like having Big Dumper and Cal and uh, Ty France kind of running into each other, bumping into each other in foul territory in front of the home dugout? I mean. What's going on there, too? I mean, am I nitpicking or what? Or am I just... I think it's not really nitpicking. I think we're... If the Mariners have been up on this elite level of defense and run or run prevention to all around, they're not on that cloud anymore. And right. I it, just have to give a shout-out to Cal Raleigh tonight for the uh, Golden Sombrero or strikeouts. Well... So, that's all. That's what big swingers do. I, but back to what we're talking about: this, the defense, <laughs> the sloppy defense. Try to pay attention here. I'm the sloppy shoutouts on statistics. Too, too many tacos what, and tequilas really for this happened? guy over what, here. What really happened? Uh, <laughs> you got the golden sombrero tonight. He did. And listen. Would you rather have that or Tom Murphy playing? <laughs> I'd rather have the golden sombrero. Christ, yeah. Shout out to Shelly. At Murphy's on 45th. When Murphy hits we a haven't heard run. a lot from her. Oh, my <laughs> God. Of Murphy's play. But, uh, anyways, the Mariners, you know, it was a disappointing end to the road trip. I mean, the homestand. The Cardinals are like the number one hitting team in all of baseball right now, also. Yeah, and that's why you cannot give up mistakes. 
Yeah. Why yeah. are you going to give the best hitting team five outs, four outs in an inning? Can't. Well, yeah, exactly. And and as we go into the others, you know, briefly into the other two games that the Mariners did win, I mean, there was a, that play that you know there was rem- remnants of Teoscar doing that same thing in Chicago, but he came up and he hit that big home run, Myron. Yeah. I gotta give a shout out to JP Crawford for one of the better plays I've seen this year in baseball. Yeah, yeah, his D, his D is great. That was a sick ass play. I think maybe you might see him DH, or maybe we'll see what happens. They've talked about giving him days off when he gets a wear and tear. It seems like he fouled the ball off his foot today. We saw him on plays after that wincing, and maybe the TV broadcast didn't uh, pick that up, but. That's something to look at. But listen, we are – I feel like we've gone way too negative. No, no, about- no. I, I want to hear the Teo song. I talked about the home run. Yeah. Give me that song. We are. I'm trying to transition us here. Hannah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Let's not forget. I Ameri- thought you were to cut us off. Oh, no. Everybody's going to get – if you're waiting to hear the new Teo song, you got to listen all the way to the end. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to get positive. All right, we're back. Uh, so we we went a little bit negative on today's game because we're always talking about the latest and the greatest or not greatest, which is the last game of the series. You know, but we also have done podcasts where we've dropped two games and we pick up the third game and we think everything is okay. Listen, the Mariners won two games, maybe their most complete game on Friday night taking out the Cardinals five to two. And then last on Saturday night, winning a one run game. It was a two run game going into the ninth, uh, you know, five to four. Um, Look, both games, they score five runs. Uh, This last game, they didn't. Also, there was that timely hitting there. Also, the starting pitching was there. And if you look at the box scores, if you're scoring at home Friday night, uh, we have, Absolutely, positively, no airs. No airs. Turns into a five to two win. If you go and you you look at Saturday's game that we win, like we've talked about it, you go to the box score. We have zero airs. It's not rocket science, just like Hanno said. The timely hitting was there. And also there's something to be said about the momentum. The momentum was there. It seemed like uh the crowds were into these games uh and you know we we saw some things we saw again julio not carrying the team uh we've seen more jerry kelnick more teo and hanno i'll do it right now i'll do it right early tejo hernandez teoscar teoscar teo you want the song when he hits a home run? Here's my pitch because he hit two of them this weekend. A boom, boom, boom. Or let me hear you say, Teo, Teo. Or she go boom, boom, boom. Or let me hear you say, Teo, Teo. My booty. No, Teo Hernandez is warming up. He's warming up with the fans. That is one of my positives from the last two games. Matt Brash pitching, that's another one of my positives. Kirby coming out there, coming out of the blocks. 
not exactly what you wanted to see from him, not what he wanted to do. Levels it out, takes care of business. Uh, same thing on on Friday night, the bullpen there picks it up. Uh, two great games going into this game. You know, Seawald, what? How many games did he have to pitch this week? Three? No, two games back-to-back. No, we didn't get to see him. But, you know, Seawald picks up two saves this week, gives up a solo home run in the ninth. I'm fine with the solo home run when you got the lead. He, he gave it with an out, went back, got the next two guys out. Uh, you know, we, we a Saturday night game where we had Luis Castillo out there, you know, in – you know, facing again one of the better, or if not the best, offensive lineup going right now, still gives you gave you a chance to win. And the bullpen takes care of business. What do you have to say about these first two games? Since we're keeping it positive here, yeah, hey, I, I really don't got much more to add. I mean, you pretty much nailed all everything that I would have brought up. You know, you're right. Um, timely hitting that equals wins. Uh, good pitching, good defense. I mean. There's not much to it, and uh, you really d- dove deep into those. You know, like you said, Castillo was was okay, got behind, um, and I love the song by for Teo. You know, I'm ready for the American Idol. Um, uh, I wanted audition. To play. I wanted so to play. I mean, you and, and Ninja in background would be great too, like he was. Hanno, I didn't cover everything though. When you said I covered everything, uh, I. I forgot to mention uh, AJ Pollock uh, had a finally had his really big Mariner moment, like when they needed him. We saw the two home runs and the you know the ass kicking of the eleven to two Angel game on the first home stand. And of course, the guy that one of the guys that just carried us through the end of last year, A. Eugenio, with the big you know two out single, uh, breaking up the three to three tie. Now I think maybe I've covered everything. No, he, you're right. We rag on him, but we also the last episode talked about how we wanted to see him more in that DH spot. So, um, way to make him wait, wait for him to make us look good there. So, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. And you know, he did it against left-handed pitching. That's what he was brought here to do. Do I want to see some answers at the DH when there's a right-handed pitcher? Which you're going to see way more of that in this league. Yes, we're still looking for that. But but overall, yes. We, it's it's safe to say that the Mariners were pumping our last podcast in the locker room. Overall, it was a good series. You know, if they would have kept up the the real tight run prevention style of baseball into today's game, would there have been an, uh, a different outcome? I think so, but w- that's not what we're focusing on. The Mariners do – Get a series win, and you know the the Triton and the helmet got brought together in this series as well. We talked about that on the last episode going into this. Now we have the Triton, and it is confirmed, just like you said, that is a heavy piece of metal, and the uh, swellment has come back, and it looks a little bazat bazazzled, bazazzled, right? It's got a little bit of a little bit of shine to it, got a little bit of uh, glitter on it. Yeah, the 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 uh, 
the Swellment guy, I believe their name is, that uh, designed all of them in this latest one. Yeah, he put some bling on it, but leader in the clubhouse with the Tridents, Jared Kelnick. Two home runs holding that thing going to the dugout, so it's something we're going to keep track of this year. Why Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. There was one time I came out of a watering hole in West Seattle, <laughs> and somebody came, and this guy had been overserved. I came out of the restaurant, and he goes, "You're the you're the Mariner guy." I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Could you do Ken Griffey Jr.?" And I said, "Okay." So I did it, and he goes, "You're a great man." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So just to finish up, look, the Mariners, they, they, they took care of business. They won two of the three series uh, here, again, against two tough teams and a team trying to figure it out. They took care of business. Uh, five and four, they win They win the homestand series. They're, I mean, they had a winning record. First winning record. I know it's their only their second homestand, but they all count. But now the Mariners are heading off on the road today when this goes out, hopefully <laughs> – or maybe it'll be out the day of. Uh, look, they're heading into Philly, uh, National League champs. Uh, you know, they seem to have uh, figured things out. They started off a little bit rough, but look, the Mariners are 10 and 12, two games under 500. Phillies are 11 and 12. And then after that, it doesn't get easier. They're heading into uh, Toronto, who they played some pretty good baseball, and they definitely have a score to settle with the Blue Jays. We'll be looking at, uh, you know, Swanson, Teo's going back. Then, you know, then they go down to Oakland where they should take care of business, but then they're right back here with the Astros to open up that homestand. So, you know, pretty much, you know, uh, what, nine of the last next 15, you know, nine games in the next two weeks. Very, very, very tough games. Uh it's going to be interesting to see. We, we also talked about this a little bit earlier on in the podcast uh, this season of, hey, we don't want to dig ourselves too big of a hole. And we talked about it like the end of April, and the which we're, we're in the midst of, and the beginning of May. It, for overall, pretty tough schedule. Yeah. Um, the goal, like we always talk about, just win series. We don't want to get ourselves too deep of a hole. I mean – like you mentioned, we talked about not wanting to have to get a 14-game winning streak to get us back into it, but uh, still early. But, yeah, let's just win some series. Uh, like you mentioned, tough four games coming up with a kind of a clunker in Oakland. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Mariners will see an old foe down in Philly of Taiwan Walker. Uh, they'll face him in game two. and um, But they'll miss Bryce Harper. He's not quite ready yet, so... Let's try to get at least a couple down in Philly to start off this week. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I know there's a lot more to go here. I think we've lost Ninja here to the Tacos and Tequila. But again, thanks to Tacos and Tequila. We'll be down here quite a bit this season, particularly on Sunday games, wrapping up the series. Thanks to Joe and the staff here at Tacos and Tequila. Right here on Occidental, right across from the Wamu Theater. Uh, just the building just south of uh, Silver Cloud. Come check them out. Uh, let them be your pre and post game. Uh, we'll be here quite a bit. Happy to uh, have their hospitality uh, thrown our way. Again, check us out here on the Odyssey app or wherever else you're getting your podcast action from. 
If you're looking for the gear, it's at simply.cora on Instagram. She'll hook you up. Uh, what else do we got to say? Uh, we got lots of fun stuff headed. We're, we're just getting into the season. We're getting into, you know, it's early, right? You know, it's early. We're grinding. Uh, we got a lot of good things in the uh, pot cooking up on the stove for you. I think this is the perfect time to do this. Hanno, you know what time it is. All right, Ninja, you got it. The answer was... Charge. I was <laughs> All right, that is enough. <laughs>